celebrate my blessings. God is the center of my life, and His love allows me to live life to the fullest. Every day is a day of growth and self-improvement. I am blessed to have you join me on this podcast. Love, peace, and gratitude. All right, time for another episode of Grateful Gratitude with Lolo and Lexi. And uh, I've referred to this in a previous episode, but something that I think is really good that you guys are doing. And it's really weird that I have this, this soft spot because I have don't have any sisters and don't have any kids. But there's something about girls growing up, the way they think, that just fascinates me. Mm-hmm. And I think that as adults, there's plenty of women I know that have no clue how smart they are and how much power they have Mm -hmm. and how beautiful they are. And I know that you guys are talking to teen girls (laughs) about body image right? and something that happened in your, I don't want to hijack this, but something happened in your seminar that I was lucky enough to, to film is two of the, I'll cut this out if it sounds shallow, but two of the, the more attractive women in the room, including you, Lexi, talked about issues they had with body image and i'm like this is very shallow but i'm like there you guys were the last two in the room that i would think would have an issue with it does that make sense and is that wrong to say no because we before you get into that we look at other women especially as women and think the same thing and we have no idea what they're insecure about and so then we already put an assumption in our head about them and that's where all of this starts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and Mark, you know, but a lot of people may not know that Lexi started dancing at four. Mm-hmm. And she danced all the way through high school, college, and even did professional auditions for the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. So let me just say, when she danced as a small child, there is a certain competition and a certain standard that you're always trying to meet. And Lexi actually used dance to kind of cope with some things in her life, but they would say, you know, you have to wear this lipstick, you have to have this type of shape, and you have to fit into a certain uniform. And, you know, she's gone on some tough auditions. When she had auditioned at Texas Tech, there was 150 girls vying for six spots. And she, four, four, you're right, I'm sorry, four, and she nailed one of those spots. All right. And not only did she nail it, she auditioned it, and had to, we had to fly home from Lubbock to get to prom. So, and that's where I met my husband. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but like when she auditioned for the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, you know, that's like a three to four week, five week process. And you have yeah. to keep making a cut, making a cut, making a cut. And the last thing that a lot of people didn't know is they paired you against a veteran that you look like, and you had to outdance the veteran for that spot if you made it that far. Mm-hmm. So it's really really kind of interesting so that's just kind of Lexi's a little bit of her background as a dancer for talking about body image yeah and I also want to preface it too um I respect every dance team I've been on and everything so none of this is negative towards that naturally same with any commercial you see or anything they when you see a group of people on tv or in a dance group or in a singing group or anything like that there's they're not all blonde they're not well, they, well, we're trying to be more diverse in our world now, which is so great. But not just, it's totally fine to be diverse in race. I think that's the most important thing. But they also make it so that you're diverse in your hair color. That's the biggest thing I learned. And so when I tried out for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, you know, there was a, already a lot of blonde girls on there. 
And so I was like, man, you know, those girls had already been on the team for a while. So I strategized and decided to be brunette at the time because I actually thought that would make me stand out. And so it's interesting. It's not a negative thing. It's naturally the person's eye and what we see is better if it's diverse and there are different looks. But now when you're the one competing for those spots, it's hard because you're competing against certain people based on your looks, not necessarily by your talent. And And you were doing that at 18, which is a very, very young age. Yeah, and a lot of that was also coming up in competition world of dance too every competition there was always scholarship auditions and um they did pick you based off your talent but naturally humans are imperfect and they naturally if they see that they've picked a whole bunch of girls that look like this they're going to start picking girls that look different Right, so that gives a good background as to why it's not so a, many people are body image conscious. Yeah. So, and I absolutely want to go back and try out again. So I know how to stay body positive in a world that is very hard to be. And now with social media, it's extremely hard because you go on Instagram and everyone jokes like, you look at these Instagram models and that is not what our vision should be there's no way we're going to be like that and we don't want to change ourselves so much to try to be that way because that's not what's going to find happiness and I found that out in my teen years because um I was always very insecure about my pale skin I always said that my pale skin freckles my hair color I had glasses and I feel bad because I used to tell my mom you know, you got me, you made me wear these Harry Potter glasses and <laughs> you put my hair up in a bun. And I didn't like it. I mean, I gave my mom a very hard time when I was a teenager because I could not see why I was beautiful and I never could until I got pregnant and went through counseling for other issues. <laughs> <laughs> my anxiety. Um, I just realized the other day that I can look at pictures of me when I was young and it, I not cringe, but I never could before that. And it's really sad to think about that. I remember what really kind of sparked me to be okay with the way that I look, I guess. Um, My counselor said, well, you're pregnant now, so if you don't like how you looked as a baby and as a child, what if your child looks just like you? Are you going to think they're ugly? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I, I love my baby no matter what, you know? None of that matters. It just, when I'm criticizing myself, because I'm my biggest critic, um, I will find everything wrong with the way I look or whatever just to I think one thing that's important though is like the video we showed where the it's it's oh, several yeah. different girls and the first girl says I wish I had straight hair because she has curly hair you know the next one I wish I had freckles because freckles are so cute well the next girl has freckles, freckles and yeah. she wanted something different and she in the last you always want what you don't have right and the last girl is she had straight hair and she said I really wish I had curly hair so it all comes full circle so no matter what you have there's somebody out there mm-hmm. that is appreciating what you have yeah. and you're a man and I'm going to put this out there because there are men have different tastes than women some like a curvier woman some like a thin woman and you know so it's not about and we kind of go over that in our women's seminar it's not about everybody fitting into one mold we we all need to be who we are and yeah and there's just one thing i want to say i wasn't going to get into it deeply but when i i went through a big transformation of my looks meaning i tanned turned blonde got contacts all of those things to change the way i looked and I felt great about myself afterwards and I got more attention and stuff. 
but on the inside I was still dealing with the struggles that I had and I based changing everything about myself based on one boy telling me I was ugly in ninth grade but he didn't know I heard him and I still think about that to this day I know exactly who it is and um, I'm pretty sure they passed away actually (laughs) from drugs but that's not the point the point is um, that I would think about that every day and so I figured that I would never find love in my life because this one person thought I was ugly okay Lolo since you pointed out I'm a man yes you are let me go ahead and say this and trash men and defend them at the same time because everything about men being shallow Mm -hmm. I 100% correct but at the end of the day you know they, they, they date the looks but they fall in love with what's inside. Oh, absolutely. Right, and we teach that beauty comes from the inside. And I'm super blessed because my husband, I'll say, I want to cut my hair, whatever you're happy with. Exactly. Or I think I want contacts instead of glasses. you got to feel good about yourself. And I have that support, and I know. Same. Yeah. I, and I always say, I remember the first time my husband saw me with no makeup when we were dating. And That's a I great story. thought <laughs> I was going to just, I thought he was just going to be like, ew. And he didn't even like look at me any different. It's 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 a good story. I'll have yeah. to tell another time. But so the biggest thing that we like to tell girls is to learn to love yourself inside, because if you're happy with yourself and you're happy internally, that radiates. On it the outside. radiates out. It absolutely does. And no matter how great looking you are when you're 18, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. When you're 25, when you're 35, mm-hmm. you know your look's going to change. Oh yeah. And it doesn't need to change for the worse, mm-hmm. especially if you have. The, the great attitude and you have beauty from within because that oh, yeah. does not change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. And I can you talk can, about this for hours. You can <laughs> ask the most beautiful women and they're still going to tell you they have some kind of flaw. It's, and that's shocking. It's, it's shocking it is, and, it's, and it's frustrating. It's well, just sad. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is we're all human. Yeah. So we're all going to have something and we just need to work on accepting and loving who we are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I can't wait till the next episode. How can people find us? We have a blog at gratefulgratitude.net social media we have facebook which is grateful gratitude of course you're hearing our podcasts and please share they're short you know that if you think they'll benefit someone i am mm-hmm. um, also we're starting new instagram mm-hmm. and so we're all over the place and real quick how, how often are you doing these seminars with the, the teenage girls you know, and what age group okay are we talking about? 11 to 18 is the group we're doing we're actually doing our first one in two weeks but it, i think it's going to be such a demand we're going to probably have to do it every other month um i think maybe even more because I, I just think it's so important and i honestly like i started this out i honestly can't tell you why i'm so passionate mm-hmm. about the way girls feel about themselves but i really am it's a great thing that's a and, great thing that you can see and i think it's just something everyone listening right now either has someone in their life or knows someone who has someone in their life that could really benefit. So I urge everyone to get a hold of me to do the seminar. Thank you. All right. Look forward to the next time. Thanks, Mark.